Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? We're here to break down Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Miami Heat hosting the Boston Celtics. We're recording Wednesday, May 25th. Tip-off for this game is 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And um, the series is tied 2-2 after Boston bludgeoned Miami 102-82 on uh, Monday for Game 4. I have three best bets in this game, actually. Uh, But before I recap my uh, previous podcast, which covered Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals, and then give you the best bets for this upcoming game, let me first shout out the sponsor of this podcast, Tipico Sportsbook, who's a global sports betting leader that's live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with their fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a welcome bonus at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to gain with Tipico. But please see their website for details. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey, 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. So again, Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals tips off tonight, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Boston's actually 2.5-point favorites in Miami. The total sitting at 204.5 with the under juice to 115, the over at 107. Again, Boston even the series 102 uh, with a 102-82 victory in Game Four. Um, we we actually went two and one in our best bets in that game. Um, we whiffed at the Miami Heat plus two and a half in the first quarter, and what was turned out to be the most terrible result of a of a bet or uh, maybe a handicap of a bet that I've made in a long time. But uh, we, we, we got back at least one unit, or we got back one unit with the under 206.5 in that game cashing. And Miami Heat's shooting guard, uh, Miami Heat shooting guard Victor Oladipo going over his 11.5 points. Uh, Miami really just put up one of the more pathetic offensive performances in playoff history. They missed their first 14 shots. The scores. Um, put up the few or the the starters of the Miami Heat put up the fewest points in a playoff game since the NBA started tracking starter and bench scoring, um, which was 1970. Um, so it was an absolute stinker. We had no chance of winning that bet. Um, I feel like my analysis was decent. I, I went with a contrarian angle. Uh, Miami just missed everything. I uh, I actually. Didn't think they got terrible looks, but it got comically bad just how terrible they shot. So that was a loser. My The only uh, heat that showed up for that game, though, was shooting guard Victor Oladipo. I think scored 23 points, doubled up his point prop. He went over at 11.5 points. He almost went over that in the first quarter. He was seriously the only heat 
player that showed up in this game. He, he outscored all of the starters combined himself. Um, and then we hit the under 206.5 Heat Celtics. Heat played a major part in that, but the uh, under 206.5 was obviously the right spot because of Miami, the Miami offensive no-show in Game 4. Um, but we're going to zigzag on, on, on Game 4's results and um, go with the following best bets for Game 5. I'm going with the Miami Heat plus 2.5 for the full game. I'm taking over 204.5 for the Celtics Heat, um, which is priced um, juice a little cheaper at minus 107. And then I'm going over um, 9.5 rebounds for Boston Celtics center Al Horford. Um, but let me break down these bets real quick. And I uh, give you my rationale for these picks. I'm taking the Miami Heat plus two and a half um, because the coaching edge favors them, or they have a coaching edge. And as the series continues, um, I'm I'm gonna favor the more coached team with a better or more big game experience, which is Miami. Obviously, their injury report is pretty scary um, right now. They have several key contributors listed as questionable, including Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Max Struess, P.J. Tucker, and Gabe Vincent. So um, maybe wait before making this bet um, because if Miami Heat get bad injury news, this this number could get up to even maybe four, depending how bad the injury news Miami gets. But I have to lock in a bet now. I'll take the Heat plus two and a half because – Coach Spolstra has been there and done that, and uh, Boston's head coach, Ime Yudoka, is in his first uh, season here on the job. So he has some growing pains for the playoffs, I think, before Boston ultimately gets over the hump. Um, I I do agree with their price um, to an extent, uh, adjusted series price in this um, Eastern Conference Finals, but I do... Uh, see some value in Miami here, and I'm going to take the points because we are kind of due for a good game. I don't take really anything from Game 4's results because we've just seen teams get crushed game in, game out, and then bounce back inexplicably, and that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from this game. Uh, Boston's offense is also very predictable. They shoot the second highest. They attempt the second highest um, percentage of three-pointers per game in these playoffs just behind Dallas. And I think um, Eric Spolstra's coaching um, acumen and, and um, game plan and scheming is going to be able to get under the skin of a, of a, a predictable Boston offense. Marcus Smart's also listed as questionable, but his flimsy ball handling and decision-making and just the, the, the inconsistent decision-making between of Boston's offense as a whole leads to bad offensive possessions. And I do think Miami can keep it within the number. Obviously will most likely steal this game. If you're betting the heat uh, plus two and a half. So we're also, um, it's a pros versus Joe's game on uh, sports, uh, typical sports books, betting splits. Most of the money is on the uh, Miami Heat, whereas most of the public is on Boston. In those scenarios, you're often going to want to follow the the cash column since, you know, professional bettors wager more money than your average Joe. So um, when you see that kind of discrepancy, it, it suggests the sharps are on 
the Heat in this case, and then um, the, the the public is backing Boston based off a recency bias and an overreaction to Game Four. Even though I don't know how much of an overreaction you can call it, considering how bad Miami looked and how banged up they are, but making these plug your nose uh, bets that that um, are hard hard to talk yourself into is typically where you find value actually in sports betting. So, and I also think there's there is value in the zigzag theory here. Again, there's been nothing gathered from these landslide NBA playoff victories. Teams look like shit then bounce back next game. Um, the three-point randomization era and inconsistent officiating are big factors for that. And those are two areas which Miami could benefit in these games or in game five. I mean, they had the best three-point shooting percentage during the regular season. So if any team can get hot from behind the arc, it's Boston or it's Miami. Um, and Miami can get some home cooking from the officiating. Jimmy Butler um, is one of the best dudes at getting to the free throw line in the NBA. So maybe he's more aggressive and, um, and, and gets Boston's bigs or Boston's wings into foul trouble, which would, um, tip the, the, um, the favor or tip the balance in, in Miami's favor. Also, it is a profitable spot for Miami. Now, maybe going, um, going on a, a trends based, I guess, handicap, probably isn't the smartest here in the playoffs, but adding it on top of the things that we already mentioned um, does just give me a little more confidence in the Miami Heat here. Miami's 4-1 and one against the number as home dogs this season. They got a plus 7.5 ATS differential in those matchups. They're 21-11-1 um, against the number following a loss, and they've won five straight against the number in, uh, following a loss. So, um, this is a good spot for Miami. Obviously, this is pretty much a must win here. So I think they'll get good injury news or at least some of their gutty veterans like Kyle Lowry and, and PJ Tucker are going to get um, suit up for this game and, and give it a go. Um, I think Miami, between their coaching, big game experience, continuity, um, three-point shooting, three-point defense, and just overall team savvy is going to be good enough to cover the heat plus two and a half so let's take that as our first best bet the next game or the next bet that we're looking at in this game is i'm going over two and a half or excuse me 204 and a half here uh we could be looking at a three-point shootout i mean most of these nba playoff games have turned into three-point shootouts boston is second and three-point attempt percentage during these playoffs Miami's first again in three-point shooting percentage or was first during the regular season I also think we could be in for a zigzag effect or a bounce back game from Miami after their just historical terrible offensive night Um, again I didn't think um, their looks were that bad I just thought everyone collectively shit the bed um, shooting the ball for the heat so I could see them playing better I actually think the uh, Miami Heat will also pick up the pace and um, hope to get some easy looks and fast break uh, just because you know their 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 team is banged up and I'm 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 assuming uh, let me say this correctly I think Boston's Boston is gonna assume Miami's gonna try to muck this game up and I think a lot of the market is assuming that Miami's gonna try to muck this game up because of their injury report. But I, I I do see some value on 
um, zagging against that that line of thought because um, the, I think the best way for Miami to get quality offensive looks is to get out in transition, especially if they can force turnovers and especially off a, a live rebound. So I think the pace will be picked up in this one. And there are also mad trends supporting um, the over in this one as well. Miami's 9-2 and two to the over in the last 11 games versus winning teams. Boston is 8-2-1 and one to the over in their last 11 games as road favorites. And the over is cashed in 10 of the last 14 Celtics heat meetings, um, generally because the market maybe overvalues each team's defense in these matchups and or the three-point shooting um, um, is probably ramped up in these games and, and these Celtics heat games turn into three-point shootouts because both teams are quality three-point shooting teams. So we're going to go over 204 and a half as our second best bet, adding that to the Miami Heat plus two and a half. And then our third best bet and our only player prop here is I'm going over nine and a half rebounds for Boston Celtics center Al Horford. It's even money actually, plus 100. So I'm excited to get that given the uh, the, the the following angles or following uh, notes. Uh, Al Horford has went over nine and a half rebounds in eight of his 14 playoff games this postseason. He averaged 10.3 rebounds per game versus Miami in three regular season matchups. Granted, he only went over 10 rebounds once. He put up 15 rebounds, nine in the other one, and then I think six in the other. But the average is 10.3 rebounds and uh, obviously, he wasn't getting as much usage in the regular season or as much minutes played in the regular season as he will in these postseason. I'm pretty sure he's averaging around 40, point, 40 minutes per game excuse me, in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I could just see that usage um, continuing or even being increased with Robert Williams' iffy game status. Robert Williams, the all-defensive big for Boston, is listed as questionable on the injury report. It feels like he misses one game, plays the next, and vice versa. Um, also, Alford, Al Horford, excuse me, his defense assignments kind of put him anywhere on the floor. I mean, he'll defend, he'll defend Bam, Bam in the mid-range and in the paint. He closes out on three-point shooters. Um, and we'll, we'll be in a spot to grab rebounds from, from mad different spots on this floor. You know, he'll close out on, on a PJ Tucker corner three. He'll defend Jimmy Butler a little bit in the mid range, defend Bam in the mid range and really is, uh, the centerpiece of their, of their, um, defensive front court. So if Williams is at all compromised, um, from a health standpoint, and or um, Horford just keeps the same amount of minutes played and usage in this game, I feel like his over 9.5 rebounds should cash it pretty easily. Also, if we're correct in there being an uptick in pace, that should equal more field goal attempts. Obviously, more field goal attempts equals more rebounding chances. So let's go with Al Horford at, our, uh, at a plus 100 price point to go over 9.5 rebounds. Again, adding that to over... Two and a two oh four and a half for the game total, and then we're gonna go with the Miami Heat plus two and a half uh, to cover the spread. That's it. That's your bet slipping podcast breakdown for Wednesday's game five in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Hopefully I can have something for game five of the Western Conference Finals between Dallas and Golden State. I haven't been that as locked into that series, um, but I'll try to uh, grind and find some best bets. But either way, best of luck to you guys, whether you follow or fade me here. Uh, make sure to do your own homework on this stuff, and uh, good luck. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.